Homemakers Club podcast. The Homemakers Club is a sisterhood of women who value the old-fashioned ways and traditions of making a house a home. As you listen in each week to conversation between myself and a fellow homemaker, it is my hope that you'll feel as though we are old friends and you're stopping by my home for a long-standing weekly tradition of sweet tea and sweet conversation. As good old friends do, we will celebrate the simplicities of ordinary days and come alongside one another to navigate the joys and hardships of homemaking. It is my prayer that when we say our goodbyes at the end of each episode, you leave with a heart that is enriched and filled with provision so that when you tie your apron strings each morning, you are joyfully ready to create a beautiful and fruitful life within your home. Grab a cup of tea and I'll meet you at the kitchen table. Welcome to the Homemakers Club podcast. I have a special guest, Jaden, at Back Road in Bloom. Jaden has an ebook that is called Old Fashioned Homemaking for the Modern Woman, filled with so much encouragement and tools for making a scratch made home. She'll be talking more about this later in the episode. I think you're going to really love it. She also has a blog that goes into detail on teaching skills and um, presence in the home. And she's just a great asset within the homemaking community. So you can find her on Instagram at Backroad in Bloom. I think you'll enjoy everything she shares and does um, over there. So, hey, Jaden, I'm so excited that you joined me today. I'm especially grateful and excited that you're here as my very first guest um, because you are my very first follower. And so it means the world to me that you're here and continue that tradition with me of you being the number one. So thank you for being here with me. Oh, thank you, Ashley, for having me on. Yeah, um, it's it's been really fun to see the account where the homemakers grow over the last couple of years because, yeah, I was there from the very beginning and it's just grown so much. And it's just been such a joy to see what you've done with it and where you've taken it and all of the hard work that you've put into it. Um, so thank you for that. And thank you for this amazing community that you've uh, created for all of us. Well, thank you. I'll never forget when I launched that um, after a lot of prayer and I put it out there with no plan. And I remember my first like, like I hadn't even liked it yet. My husband hadn't liked it yet. You popped up. I'm like, I made a friend. Like I was just (laughs) so happy uh, to know that the whole idea was to meet someone or a few women in the same journey. And when you popped up, with your cheerful home and your sweet face, no. like I just immediately felt like I was not doing this alone, that where there was a community out there. And here we are two years later, uh, next yeah. week, and um, and we found each other. And so that I'm so grateful for. I'm. Yeah, I think that that's so important for homemakers because uh, I think we can kind of have a tendency to feel alone in this. Um, so it's so nice to know that there's other women out there who are going through the same things and that we can connect with and build communities with like you've done on Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's funny how a lot of us, we just think 
because people within our circle in our real lives, uh, they may be working outside of the home and they have their things or they're going to school and they're just achieving all these beautifully amazing things outside of the home and we cheer them on because we love them and we believe in them. But when we're home, I mean, full time, it's easy to kind of think like, wow, there's no one else out there like me, like to go get coffee in the middle of the day and the kids can play or it kind of becomes an isolating experience. And so I am, this community has really opened my eyes and, and realizing that we, we aren't alone and there's so many women in this season uh, that we are in and to celebrate that together on Instagram has been pretty spectacular and life-giving for me in my home, especially uh, to make friends with so many women. So that's been, yeah, for sure. I totally agree. I think we're all better together, right? Encouraging one another and laughing about funny moments and just making home together. Yes. Yes, for sure. So today, Jaden, I'd love to chat with you about um, a few things that I know that you're passionate about and chat about um, how you find and create joy in ordinary moments of our days I'm at home and then maintaining heart of service through our seasons. I'm in our journey of homemaking. We aren't always just static. We our our rhythms change through the seasons and I'm and I know you're really passionate about that. So I'd love to touch on that with you and then um and then your ebook um that really teaches women how to establish routines and rhythms for productivity and and more time within the home to create beautiful moments and gather at the table and be in a good um, headspace and heart space so we can joyfully serve. So I'd really love to chat with you about those things. But first, um, something I'd like to do on the podcast in the beginning is to, I'd love for you to share a bit about your journey into the role of becoming a homemaker and a little bit about where you are um, right now where you are in the thick of the season that you're in and then we'll get into sure. other stuff yeah so my husband and I were going on nine years of marriage next month um so we've been married for nine years we have three little kids a four-year-old a two-year-old and a one-year-old um I guess I feel like we got married when we were 18 I feel like I've been a homemaker since we've been married and living on our own um and so our first home was a tiny, old, pretty rink-a-dink little apartment. It's it's really funny to look back on now. Um, so we've we've grown and changed so much, and I've grown and changed so much uh, over the years. Um, so I I worked full time up until we had our first baby, and then um, I've been home full time ever since then, having him. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I do have a little uh, blog that I run on the side for some extra side money. But other than that, I'm just home full time with the kiddos. Um, and this, I, it really is, and I'm not like exaggerating, this is my dream job. If I could pick anything to be doing in the world, this is what I would be doing. So I'm so, so thankful that uh, this is what I get to do every day. I love that. So let's go back to the rinky-dink apartment. I think a lot of us, yeah. uh, we start out like that. But then when we get with Instagram blowing up the way that it has in the last uh, several years, we get to see currently the beautiful homes, right, and and curated. And it seems like, well, they must have 
had this since the very beginning. And and it's sometimes it's hard because we can we can suck into the comparison aspect or like I'd be a better homemaker if my home looked like that or if I had a garden like that or space like that or the farmhouse like that. And so let's go back to your your apartment before you got into your home. Your home's so cheerful and I just absolutely adore the colors that you share and it just every time I see your photos pop up it's just so cozy and cheerful and I just adore it but it what hasn't always been like this so back at the apartment how did you make yeah. how did you make that how uh, that house a home um in decorating and creating a, a space that you found joy in in that season before we came into this home there? yeah for sure um I was actually going to bring up that apartment when I talked about finding joy in the ordinary days um, because I was going to talk about making your space beautiful. Um, when we first moved in, moved into that apartment, we were like, you know, totally broke, just two 18 year old kids, <laughs> no money to our name. Um, and so furnishing it, we, we got like a, a hand-me-down blue flowered, um, love seat from a family member. And then we got my dad uh, on the side of one of his job sites. He sent a picture of this, um, oops, sorry this uh, red uh, plaid kind of tweed uh, hide a bed couch. And so, so we had a red plaid couch, a blue flowered <laughs> love seat. Um, and then like mismatched uh, garage sale kitchen table and two chairs. Um, we didn't even have a bed frame. We just had a mattress and uh, we just no bedding. We just used my husband's um, quilt that he had kind of growing up. Um, and it was that first year that we lived there, I was kind of sad. And I, like, I didn't know it at the time, but I think I was kind of a little bit depressed. Um, and then the following year, uh, we happened to get gifted to us a matching set of couches, two brown couches. They weren't like trendy or new or anything like that. They were used, but they matched. And like my mood changed so much after that that first year when we got some matching couches and then we got some matching brown bedding that kind of went with the couches too. Um, and I think it's just so crazy. Um, I think it's crazy for one, how much your, your space can affect your mood and your attitude and how you feel. And I, I do think it's so important um, to never compare your home to somebody else's home because we're all in different stages and different seasons. And even now I do that with our home. Now we have a beautiful home now and I'm so thankful for it. Um, but I still do that at times. I think, man, you know, like I really like everybody else's white cabinets and their kind of white farmhouse. Look, I wish I had that. Cause we have these like fifties pink and green cabinets in our house, but you know, it's just really easy to have that kind of mindset, steal your joy. And so we just have to be really careful about not doing that and being grateful for the season that we're in and the homes that we're in and the memories that we're creating. And then I have so many um, wonderful memories in that first little apartment with my husband, so many firsts for us there. And I'm so thankful for it now. And I wish I would have appreciated it more at the time. Mm-hmm. It's hard sometimes to really understand where you're at in that season and find beauty 
in those moments. We we used to live in a duplex with like office carpet. Uh, it was so gross and just terrible <laughs> rock on the wall. I mean, it looked like we lived in an office building and, oh. and handed down everything, handed down pictures on the walls. Cou- I mean, like you said, the couches, like everything was given to us. And, or like I, I got, um, at Goodwill or whatever. And, but it's sweet looking back on that and see to see where we've grown. And, and actually I think those are some of the best days of our relationship and our marriage. And that's where we brought home babies and, um, our, our lives were so just simple and sweet because we had no other choice, but to just be in the moment with each other because we had, we had nothing else. And so it's just, yeah, it's so sweet. How, do, so you were talking about maintaining that joy and creating the opportunity to, for ourselves to be grateful in those moments. How do you do that? So once you start thinking about like, Oh, I like their white cow, their cabinets or that farmhouse look or whatever. And you start finding yourself being a little bit discontented with what you have going on. Um, how do you bring yourself back into a healthy mindset um, to find the joy? Yeah, I think um, one of my favorite things about homemaking is that we have so much control over our homes um, and over our days at home and the atmosphere and just everything. Like, um, it's just so cool that if you wanted to paint the wall blue, you could paint the wall blue or you can just kind of make your home whatever you want it to be. And so I think you just really have to choose every day to make your home what you want it to be um, and to create special little moments throughout your days and your weeks that make you happy and bring you joy. Um, even just uh, lighting candles. For the longest time, I never used to light candles unless we were having somebody over for dinner or something or we were hosting because I felt like it was like maybe a waste to light a candle on a random Tuesday afternoon just for our little family. Um, but I have such a, a different mindset on it now. And I just feel like your home is so special and your family is so special. And so like now I light a candle every afternoon before my husband comes home and it just makes it feel really good in the house and makes it feel like a special day. Um, but like another thing, you know, like baking a cake in the middle of the week, if that's gonna, uh, make you happy and bring you joy and, um, embracing the seasons and the holidays. I think that's a really fun way to bring joy to the ordinary days and to have little traditions that your family does. Um, making your space beautiful, like I was saying before, and I don't think beautiful has to be expensive. You don't have to follow the trends, but even just putting out some fresh flowers and kind of fluffing the pillows and tidying everything up, that can really um, change your attitude and your mindset. And then um, another thing that I think is really important for homemakers is to have hobbies that you uh, make time for throughout your days and your weeks that make you happy. And you really have to be intentional about making the time for them because we are all so busy, I think. And there's so many other things that can kind of steal our time. So you just have to be intentional about uh, making little moments throughout your days and throughout your weeks where you can spend a little time on something that you enjoy. And it, it can even be stuff that is benefiting your home. Like I really enjoy sewing. And so I like to sew different things for around our home. But it's, it's totally a hobby because I know I can go out and buy 
anything that I want to sew. Um, but I, I, I enjoy doing it. So I try to make the time for it. I love that. I, I love that you're talking about, we'll go back a minute and talk about how just lighting a candle in your home for your own heart is what makes it feel more home in the afternoon. You're doing it intentionally before your husband comes home to make it cozy. I'm sure for his arrival as well, which is sweet. I'm, but I think that something that I didn't understand for a long time was that I have the ability to make my home our home. And so Mm -hmm. for me, like the candle, I I do the same thing. I just love the candle. I know a lot of women do. It just cozies up the space. But I'm like, you were saying you used to reserve that for only the special moments when in reality, like every day we are, we're creating those moments in the home and the lasting memories that our family is going to carry on and, uh, and making it our own. Like, it's just so beautiful that we have the ability to do that in the heart and the, um, we just have to be aware of the fact that we do have that. And I've seen quotes and I'm sure you've seen them where they say like, don't just use your China. I don't know the actual quote, but like, don't reserve mm-hmm. your china only for Easter and Christmas Day, but use the pretty plates. Use the candles. Mm-hmm. Put the flowers out because every day is worth celebrating in our home. And I think I'm, that is such a, an impactful thing that we could do, little things like that throughout their, our day to maintain a healthy heart. And I think yeah. if we're feeling good, it's easy to pour into the people within our homes. Um, yeah, because we feel good about we feel good about home and our place in it because it's cozy for us. Yeah, there's an an account on Instagram. Um, it's Emily Metroka. I think hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. And it, her handle is M E T Emily. I think that's how you would say it. Uh, but yeah, she is so good at this, and she's always inspiring me because she's just always creating little moments in their days that just look so special. Um, and like, yeah, I, the baking a cake in the middle of the week, she like is always doing that, baking some little cute cake for their, for her kids in the middle of the week or having a, a tradition every Friday of pizza night on Fridays and she makes homemade pizza. Um, and then she's just always like, you know, making new kinds of treats and trying out different drink recipes. And she's just always inspiring me to make those special moments and, um, and it's funny, she's actually said that cause she's really busy. She's a full-time, um, librarian for a school. And then she's a mom and a wife and a homemaker. And so she's said before that she really relies on her rhythms and routines to kind of make all of those special moments happen. So I really relate to her with that, which I think we'll talk about later, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's somebody that I, I have always been inspired by. I just love that. And it, it's funny because I know exactly who you're talking about. And and there's yeah. a lot of women that share these darling – I share pie all the time. I have a love for pie because it takes so much work to make a homemade pie. And I, and I think that's part of why I just love it. So sharing these pies a lot of times, like that's primarily the only baked good I share on Instagram yeah. because <laughs> there's a lot of effort that goes into the creation of a homemade pie. And it's all for the love of our family to sit and gather over yeah. our hard work. Same with sourdough bread. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And it's just going to be eaten. Right. You know. It's but so they still much. make these beautiful, gorgeous oh, pies. Yeah. I know what so you mean. <laughs> and the cakes, like you're saying, and the homemade pizza. But what I think is 
really special is it's authentically her. And then there's other women that yeah. do um, these cakes that are just outstandingly, I would be sad to even eat it because they're so beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's authentically them. And I think what's, what I love is that I see a beautiful bouquet of flowers and I've created a healthy heart for myself where I see the flowers. I don't want their flowers, but it encourages mm-hmm. me to be like, honey, pick up a $3 bouquet from the grocery store on your oh, way yeah. home. And I'm going to put flowers in my home because it's a cheerful moment that catches my eye as I walk through my own home. And that's my hope for uh, this community is like it doesn't create the the discontent in our hearts, but rather encourages us to make our home intentionally beautiful through little moments, um, meals around the table, homemade meals, the pies, the pretty cake, like like lighting the candle, things like that, that just encourage and inspire us to make our houses, our home in our own authentic way. What are your, mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite things that you like to do? within your home to make it authentically yours. I'm definitely the flowers. I think that's such a good idea. I have tons of fake flowers all over our house, but in the summertime, I try to grow some cut flowers in our garden and and that's so fun to put out, but yeah, don't underestimate uh, the little clearance section at the, at the grocery store with flowers. You know, you can get a little bouquet of flowers for a dollar and they just really bring so much life to your home. So yeah, that's something that I really enjoy. I really, uh, I like to make treats. Mine aren't quite as beautiful as everybody else's. But you're but, just yeah, going to eat them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Little that. treats throughout the week. That's just really fun and um, makes makes the days feel special. So yeah. I love that. So I know that there are certain things within your routines and rhythms that um, not only, so you're making home beautiful by the, doing the flowers and, uh, and the candles and making it cozy and making it beautiful aesthetically for yourself, but that's not where homemaking stops, right? There's a lot of the intentionality of why we do the things that we do. Um, and, and the idea of, uh, cause and effect, right? We do this for this outcome. Um, and I think that's something I didn't understand for years. Like I kind of had an idea of as why we gather around the table for meals. And I did set some intention, but I didn't understand the impact of it until several years into motherhood. Um, and the opportunity we have to create a fruitful life and a productive life, not just a clean, tidy home. And so I know that you're incredibly passionate about creating routine and rhythm with an outcome of a fruitful uh, life within our home, because that's what we do. We live within our homes and um, we have family to support and friends to Mm -hmm. encourage and um, and invite others into our table or into our our homes to sit at the table. And so I'd love to hear um, some about your uh, how you establish these routines and rhythms and how they've changed through the seasons of your yeah. making. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am really passionate about routines and rhythms and finding ways to be more productive um, in our home. But I will say something that I've kind of gotten mixed up in the past. This is just like a disclaimer for everybody else. Um, I've gotten it. I, I've 
been in seasons of my life as a homemaker where I've been kind of too um, caught up in the productivity and too caught up in like creating this perfectly smooth running home that I forgot that homemaking is about the people. It's about your husband and your kids and the people that you invite into your home. Um, And so I would, I used to do uh, this thing where I would work uh, on cleaning up the house late into the evening and it kind of interfered with time spent with my family. And I would just get caught up in kind of cleaning and tidying uh, late into the night, uh, doing as much as I could. And so I, I had to put like a cap on myself. Like I can only clean and tidy the house for 30 minutes after dinner time. And then I have to be done. I have to spend some time with my family because that's what they needed. And that's what I needed too. Um, and then like little things like with my, my husband, I used to, this is so sad now for me to say and think back on this, but I used to stuff some of his stuff in a closet just like cram it all into a closet. And it was things that he was getting out every day for like certain hobbies that he had. But, you know, I felt like it didn't match the aesthetic of our home. So I just kind of cram it all into the closet. And it just kind of was such a big light bulb moment for me one day when I realized like I should be making this house, like should be making his life easier for him and I should be making it more accessible for him. And so I think it's really important to not get too caught up um, and the productivity and the management of our home that we forget that it's about the people in our home and our families, that they're, they're the priority. I love that because it is definitely easy to think that you are an amazing homemaker. If your home is tidy and you have a homemade meal cooked and that's it. And that is not where it stops. Um, and I know personally that I sat down actually really recently and I thought, um, what I made a list of the things that actually make me feel productive as a homemaker. And yeah, that's really good. the only two things that had to do with cleaning is if my floors are clean and our laundry was caught up. Everything else on my list had to do with, like you said, the people within my home. I feel productive mm-hmm. if we, it doesn't matter if we had frozen pizza or if I made this elaborate meal, which I love cooking, but I feel productive if we sat down together and actually enjoyed the moment of our meal together and the children spoke and we had a candle lit and it was just a beautiful moment in the day. And I and when we do that day after day after day, that's where my heart is filled because I am being productive with the heart of my home not just mm-hmm. all the tidying. So now I've I've learned to create um, an intention of making sure my floors are clean in the morning and that mm-hmm. laundry, I do laundry every single day because those, those two things make me feel productive as far as cleanliness goes. And then everything else, yeah. I've, I've kind of created a rhythm for keeping up with everything else, but that allows me emotionally to feel like today was a good day. I've, I've done those two things and the rest of my day has been really focused on the heart of my home and the people that gather within it. Yeah, for sure. That was uh, something that I was actually going to suggest too, is that have your own priorities that, you know, make your home feel good and make you feel comfortable. And then also you can ask your husband that question too. Like what makes you feel the best? Is it if the laundry's done or you have a really good home cooked meal. And then that kind of gives you a lot of freedom on the days where you can't get everything done to just get 
those priorities done and then kind of, you know, order pizza if you have to for dinner, if that's not a priority for you or your husband. I love that. And I love that you actually address that. Um, It's not just our home. It's the home of our husbands and our children and to build our home that uh, supports them as well. That that right there is incredibly impactful because it's easy to get distracted by the idea of like, this is my home and I'm the homemaker and I'm going to make it uh, for me. Even if we don't, if we don't actually claim that, we sometimes get distracted by that. So that was a great reminder. Thank you for that. Um, for yeah. Myself, I'm sure plenty of other women will have that aha moment <laughs> with, with that that you said. So um, I'd love for you to tell us about your ebook. So your ebook's called Old Fashioned Homemaking for the Modern Woman. And I would love for you to kind of go into detail as far as what's included in that. Um, and, and why you believe that so many women could be blessed by um, bringing this into their home so that they can create these um, beautiful moments and um, stay on top of the tasks, the homemaking and housekeeping tasks uh, that we all, we all, it's all part of what we do. So I'd love to hear about that book. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was saying, I, I do feel really passionate about having some kind of rhythms and routines and schedules. Um, and just a flow for our lives at home as homemakers. Um, and it kind of came from uh, this. I, I found that I have a lot of these uh, hobbies and passions that are kind of old fashioned, like sewing and sourdough and um, gardening. Um, but these things take up a lot of time. It is It takes a long time to make a loaf of sourdough bread or to sew up some curtains. So I found that I I really needed to kind of be more efficient with my days at home and um, come up with some rhythms and routines that kind of just helped me to be able to find time in my day for those hobbies and to just get all of the normal things done that we have to get done as homemakers because it's a lot. Even just uh, getting the normal things done can be kind of overwhelming at times. So yeah, I came up with uh, these different routines that I've incorporated into my own life, and I've really found them to be helpful. And so I have an ebook um, that kind of lays it all out for everybody. Um, and and the other thing is, is I, I've experienced different pain points in my life as a homemaker. Um, I used to have a really big pain point around dinner time. Dinner time used to just feel like this big stress. Um, it was like, I didn't give myself enough time to make dinner. And then I would just, you know, you have little interruptions with kiddos. And so I was just stressed trying to get this dinner on the table and then the kitchen would be a total wreck. And so I wouldn't even sit down to eat with my family. I would just, um, while they were eating, I would kind of try and get a head start on this wreck of a kitchen that I had just made um, during dinner time. And so I kind of realized that that was so far from the the old fashioned kind of sit down dinner that I always imagined having with my family, something more calm and like not as stressful. So I, I came up with a dinner time routine that allowed me to um, get a good from scratch dinner on the table with lots of time. I could invite my kids to come help me. Um, I had enough time to clean up beforehand so that I wasn't cleaning up as much after dinner and I could just totally sit down and enjoy the dinner with my family. Um, so I have that in the ebook. I have uh, some tips on creating a good dinner time routine. Um, I talk about having a good, uh, positive kind of winning mindset. Um, it's easy in our 
I think kind of fast paced world to think that things are going to come quickly, but I think it's really important to have the mindset of that. You're just going to chip away consistently every day, little by little, um, at these things that you're working on. And then I talk about uh, cultivating some good homemaking habits, uh, how to use planners and notebooks to benefit you as a homemaker with your rhythms and routines, Um, creating a good morning routine and an evening routine, how to have a powerful to-do list, um, dinner time, uh, scheduling in some buffer days into your week to kind of catch up on things. homemaking routines with little kids, how, how that kind of works and some tips for that. And uh, having a, a weekly homemaking schedule. So dividing up different tasks for different days throughout your week, how to incorporate some cleaning routines, um, making time for budgeting, and then making time for some old fashioned skills that you might be interested in, or really it could be anything that you're interested in. I know that everybody has different passions and different hobbies. So the point is to just kind of make time for that and to have a flow to your days and weeks that allows you to make time for that while getting all of the other things done that you have to get done. I love so, that. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, it's definitely something that I can't wait to get and download and start utilizing because right now it's funny how we have our seasons um, that change. And so right now um, I am finding myself in a very, very busy season of my journey far different than anything I've experienced yet in my role Mm -hmm. of being a homemaker. And so I'm craving productivity with my time. So I'm so setting time during the day for specific tasks and doing those tasks during that time. So then I actually have time to, I'm be present and fill my home with a joyful atmosphere because I'm prepared for the day and being very productive within those moments of my day instead of just trying to make it all happen and let it flow all together. So I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I think it's really important to to remember that you just kind of have to adapt in the different seasons of your life. And something that works for somebody else might not work for you or it might work for a short season and then you might have to just change and adapt. So they're, they're always changing and they're always kind of flowing. If it, if it ever feels like it's not working, I just really suggest kind of looking over what you have going on and making a change so that it is working for you. I love that. That's a great reminder because it's never always the same and some seasons last longer and others are short. And so to have that awareness of like, if we begin to have a discontent within our own hearts, I'm to realize like obviously something's not right and we have the power and the beauty of that is that we can sit down and reestablish routine and rhythm within our home. Um, So it's productive for the season that we need. Um, And so we can create these fruitful, beautiful homes that we all care so deeply about. So Jaden, thank you so much for being on the Homemakers Club podcast um, yeah. Y'all can find Jaden at Back Road and Bloom. I'll provide the links for her Instagram in the podcast notes, as well as the link for her ebook and her blog. I am um, so Jaden. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And Ashley, I just want to say, like, I think that I'm speaking for everybody in the Homemakers Club community. Thank you so much for everything that you've done and for bringing everybody together and just all of the hard work that you've put into it and this amazing community that you've created. It's just, 
it's so cool. And I am so grateful to be a part of it. And I'm so grateful for everything that you've done. And I think that I'm speaking for everybody. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. You're going to make me cry, Jaden. Thank you so much. (laughs) This is a beautiful community. And I I just know that I always say the best is yet to come. um, But there's some really great things in the future for this space. And I can't wait to share But I'm so honored Mm -hmm. that you are my number one and that you're my first guest. And it's just, um, it's just a really beautiful thing. So thank you for this lovely conversation. I'm excited to use the tools. And I just encourage the women in our community to um, sit down and really reflect on the season that they're in. So that way they can create a really healthful routine and rhythm so that they can create this beautiful productive home that they long to have um, and I hope that they're they find you and that they they find skill and provision and intention and encouragement through your ebook that you so lovingly put together for all of us so thank you for that Jaden thank you yeah we're all in this together so. we are we are all in this together so okay well Jaden thank you so much yeah Thank y'all for being here and for the work you are doing within your homes and sharing home with the world. I believe with my whole heart that every day, the more we share home and the art of homemaking, we are upholding the way in which home was intended to be productive, fruitful, and beautiful. Though your days may seem ordinary, little by little, you are building something quite extraordinary. Keep up the good work, my friends. If you haven't already, I encourage you to join our sisterhood on Instagram at We Are The Homemakers for daily encouragement and fellowship. And of course, subscribe here as well. We Are The Homemakers Gathered For Good. See y'all next week. Bye.